With the Boys, que está formado por JP, Romeo, Joseph y yo. Y vamos yes. a hablar un poco de, de los temas que están en nuestra mente, de cosas que queramos hablar o de noticias recientes. So, my name is Romeo. Uh, we go in an IB school. And uh, yeah, we're doing this podcast uh, not only for ourselves, but uh, as part of a, uh, as a project. Yeah, so my name is Joseph. So we are all just acquaintances, as Romeo said, from IB school. And we're just mm -hmm. doing this podcast as a way to just relax as well as get cast of us, I guess. My name is JP, and so we're basically doing this podcast. Uh, <laughs> and we want to show all perspectives from different cultures. I think, well, the cultures we have here in this podcast. Hey, último yo, me llamo Alberto, soy español. Yo viviendo un total de tres años aquí en México. Y pues lo que ha dicho JP, este podcast va a ser un poco de nuestras opiniones y los pensamientos que, pues, que tenemos en la cabeza, básicamente. Yeah, and another key thing that uh, JP mentioned, uh, we, we are multicultural in this podcast, so we get very, uh, multiple perspectives, uh, backgrounds, and uh, yeah, I think we have a total of like one, two, three, four, around five or six cultures. Uh, yeah. So So that's going to be great. So it's just different perspectives. Exactly. Ah, yo soy de España, yeah. JP es mexicano, Romeo eh, técnicamente es de Singapur. <laughs> Pero yeah. técnicamente. Yeah. <laughs> y yo soy de Singapur. But yeah, but my mom is is French, my dad is Italian, so. Ajá. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And oh, then yes. we have this okay. one Sri Lankan kid. We just wanted today was just we we were going to talk about COVID and like general serious topics we had in mind. Does so yeah. anybody want to start off with COVID? Okay, yeah, I can start for sure, for sure. I am so done with this quarantine. Like, as soon as this is over, I'm not going to talk to my kids, to my friends, to my family ever about my kids. Really? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, before, okay, wait, before, before we get into like talking about it in the future, which I am uh -huh. definitely going to do, uh -huh. it, let's, huh. talk about, let's talk about the beginnings of COVID. So, yeah, for me, I, for example. Oh, uh -huh. go on, go on. You go out, go on. Okay, I really thought that it was going to last like three months, like max. I was like, this is, that is this is a really dumb thing. Like this has happened before, you know, like the SARS thingy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's going to last like three months, like max, and we're going to be like, as soon as we go back to school, like on September, we're going to be fine. Yeah, and <laughs> we're still living through this. So, bruh. And the thing is, I think Max, uh, I was looking at YouTube and stuff yesterday, mm -hmm. and there was there was a post from the Mexican government that Mexico City is still in uh orange sector so it hasn't gone down for like two months yeah well yeah and actually campeche is in green uh -huh, yeah, the... I, saw, i didn't see that yeah but like, both... campeche is super big right like it's so separated uh, the it's, you, you can compare it to yucatan perfectly mm -hmm. exactly that's the thing like, I, not that big, but... i don't know i don't know how much propaganda it is but the china does not have any sort of new cases like new covid oh, cases. oh that's just so oh, well, and i yeah, think they're well, laughing <laughs> Well, we are, we also have to consider so... that uh, we have to consider that it is China, and they're they're yeah, known for party. yeah they're known for <laughs> see, but so, like, yeah, it's just like Alberto said, like at the beginning, what all this happened, it, it happened around what November, December of 2019, but it only yeah. started... no even uh, even later, right? Because like we get the no, first, it, like it, it did was... start in China and it, yeah. it did start in China, and like so people here, like on the literally other side of the world, I mean. We heard about it back in December, but we didn't think it was such of a big mm -hmm. deal because exactly. like, that's, that's oh yeah, it, it's it's a virus that just you know like affecting people. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, like throughout, like going months and months afterwards, like January, February, like we can see, we could literally see the virus spreading through the world. Mm -hmm. It started invading Asia, then Europe, and yeah, then yeah. And, and then, then we are here like oh god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's coming to us. <laughs> And so around yeah. March in Mexico, and I'm pretty sure that well, actually, yeah, it was, well, March. Yeah, it was, it was, it was right more, before our exams. And yeah, it was they were like, like okay. yeah, exactly. So around March, I mean, basically the whole continent of America was yeah. Yeah, effect. to give the thing is even like looking at like the school's perspective to get to give credit to the school, they did what they could to be honest. 
like mm-hmm. during during March, they like they did like the whole exam thing and tried it out. Like it was their first time in this situation, like in the whole history of the school. Yeah, it was tough and, for everyone. Yeah. Exactly, and they give it a try, and like while we had like our problems with it, I think they recognized those problems and now actually fix them. Like when you look at the current school, like the schedules and stuff we have, mm-hmm. the only real issue we have is that either teachers are late or that we can't really ask questions since we are not in person mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. if we have questions through email it's going to take a while because it's not in yeah that's the thing that's what i really dislike like i, I but, really see how practical it is for people to just take an online like class because you can do it anywhere any you know like anytime even because but what i don't like is that like it's just really really hard to understand some things like to just get in yeah but the thing the is within uh, considering the school situation we have very little issues as to yeah yeah for sure different for sure. things yeah. Have you guys uh, seen the, the the solution of the Mexican government to to the COVID thingy? No. They had put like uh, son como clases, uh, pero es por televisión, y son de diferentes oh, estados. Yes. Oh, sí, sí, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it's it's really bad, dude. I, like, well, 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 I mean, it's a good initiative because so for basically yeah. students that no, like, no, can attend online school. O sea, lo que yo digo no es que me parezca mal en sí, porque creo que la intención es buena. Pero como se dice, uh-huh. pero creo que el resultado no, porque si ya es difícil con profesores que sí te escuchan, ahora imagina prestar atención a una televisión, ¿sabes? Que, que ni siquiera puedes interactuar, ¿sabes? Oh, that sí, is pero, true. Yeah, but that's better than nothing. I, mean, I know, yeah, I know, I know. I know, but, but like, because like, you have to consider that most, yeah, more than most, the, like a large percentage of kids in Mexico do not have... Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so to be fair, like, like, that's, cool. that's better than no. nothing. Yeah, uh-huh, but it really sucks for those people. Like, I'm really, I feel bad about the people that, you know, yeah, don't get to... The, the, the thing is, we have to look at yeah. it from the perspective of us. We are, mm-hmm. we are like, kind of privileged, if you think mm-hmm. about We are really, we really yeah, are. Yeah, we are really, well, really I, I have to say something. Uh, well, at first, when uh, the school was cancelled, I thought, like, this is going to be a large vacation. But if you <laughs> think about it yeah. from the, uh, pe- from the uh, uh poor people perspective uh-huh. is yeah, it's just that bad for them. they're gonna have a lot of Lose problems with, uh, uh yeah from exactly that's that's that. a thing we're kind of in a bubble where we just say things from our perspective and there it costs a lot of work to understand what is uh, really gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah i think that's the thing because like during the start of COVID, um like everybody the thing was like for example when ebola happened like everybody was so scared because uh it was coming from this area that's like third world and all that no, right? were you scared actually or for like what, what crap, no because i was i was scared because i'm in sri lanka bro. i mean yeah, sure. is, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, but, but that's the thing like you guys were not scared because you're like oh okay it's like on the other side of the world it can't come mm-hmm. over to us and yeah, the thing was, yeah. Ebola, Ebola didn't really spread because to spread it needs people and like it doesn't yeah. spread as in uh through air and like mm-hmm. uh-huh. and stuff like that that's the thing but the thing is, like, there's, that's that's the perspective I had. I was in Sri Lanka, super close to Africa, and like there were well, some okay, cases, well, not well, super was, close, not that yeah, close, no, not like. that close. But, but the thing was, no. But but the thing was, uh, Sri Lanka's ports were importing stuff from Africa uh-huh. during mm-hmm. the time, so like raw materials and stuff. So it was like, like it, there was like heavy security around the port and stuff, and there were some workers who had. Mm-hmm. So like there was that general, but the thing was like when I came here and then COVID starts in China, I'm like, oh look, it's in the other side yeah, of the world, we'll think, Europe, right? Uh huh. I think we realized that was gonna be a huge, like a bigger deal than than, than we thought it would be. Is when it affects badly. Like yeah. you guys remember yeah, that is true. Around, around February, like March, I think it was TV just was like running. It don't even have space for 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 people and stuff. And it was really shocked to video um, uh, about it. And it was like, oh my, it was, it was like, it really hit. Like, Rami, Rami, you went to Italy in this summer, right? No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, you only went, went to, I went to France. France and, and France. Okay, and can, yeah. can you talk about your experience? Yeah. Europe having the COVID. COVID. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so after being in lockdown for like five months, um, it was kind of a fresh better for right? Yeah, nearly, nearly six months. Uh, so, like, what we needed, well, we have family there, so we're obviously going to go visit. But it was also, considering COVID, it was more of a liberating and maybe an opportunity to actually, like, go outside of the house. And so, well, traveling restrictions, I mean, traveling measures were obviously um, 
restricted. Uh, well, yeah, well, they were more uh, restrictive. Obviously, you had to wear your mask, safe distance, wash your hands. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, but to be honest, I really didn't notice that much of a difference. I mean, airports were really, like, really, um, well, well, they were less um, populated. Like, there were, there were less people in the What in about the, the plane, though? What about the plane? Because my mom actually yeah. went to Spain. Uh, uh-huh. like what was is it like four weeks after you did like you uh-huh. went to Portugal or whatever and she felt like the plane was like empty like pretty much it, like was, compared... it was empty. Yeah, yeah it was it was really empty like normally the plane is packed right but yeah obviously. the plane the, the plane was so empty that normally so you see how there's three rows right there's three yeah. rows uh-huh. uh-huh uh like there were there were seats that were just so so like there was no one. So what you could do, you could just move from your place when the one once the uh, airplane took off. You take a row of seat and you could just lay down because there's no mm-hmm. one there. Huh. Um. So I mean, it just it just shows how the traveling and uh the tourism industry have been affected. Sí, so, yeah, estaba pensando estaba pensando en eso el otro día, la verdad, de cómo se dice de cómo estos negocios que tú en tu cabeza crees que ganan muchísimo dinero y que son intocables, como sí. una franquicia de hoteles, como los uh-huh. cines. Como so los it's aviones down, y it's tal, like going down. se, se van dying. completamente, o sea, es un desastre, tío. Sí. Like... Parecen intocables, la verdad, porque parecen, o sea, ¿qué va a pasar un cine? Siempre van a haber películas, pero si no puedes salir, pues te cargas una industria entera. Así es. Y está viendo... So uh-huh. like 400 passengers, some pre- yeah, passengers yeah, yeah, yeah. something. There were 10 people on the plane. 10. Wow. Yeah. So yeah <laughs> it, it's insane. I mean, like, and that's that's so much of a loss for for airplane companies. Like 10 Planes. people on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Literally, that's money with that's crazy. Well, Have yeah, you guys but... seen the all the movies are reading like getting delayed or getting just like canceled? Like Wonder Woman 1984 has been like canceled to like no no further like notice. No notice. Oh, and also, like, uh, I think it was the new James Bond film or Batman. I don't remember. But one of the main actors got COVID. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and they, they had to delay the whole thing. They just stopped wow. it. Uh, so, something this night said is that they are making the same, almost the same amount of money with uh, their movies. Oh, obvious. It's Disney. Like it's they they are uploading the movies on Disney Plus instead of just. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. In the, in the cinema. See, uh-huh. And then it's just making so, them more money. Uh, so, yeah, so this, this quarantine uh, Where is it in made, made us notice that sometimes uh, there's there's like things we don't, uh, companies really don't need for making. Understand. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Because like Disney and like Netflix and all those companies were like, oh, this is profit for us. But the thing is, people are staying home. Yeah. It's more than likely they just buy their services. Mm-hmm. So they're Amazon just going to start Prime pushing also. their... Yeah, exactly. They're going to just start pushing their services. You the know, other like day, they... I saw... The, another industry that like really took up during COVID is... um, How do you call it? Not U- like Uber Uber Eats, like transportation. Uh, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Of, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Transportation and of... Rappi. Goods, like, yeah, those, those kind of I've stuff. also seen that Amazon has like a built-in like uh, function where they do that for you, but it's only in the U.S. or something. I thought oh, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause they have stores in the U.S. They, where there's no cashier or anything. You just go in, get the oh, stuff right. you want, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. Get, when you go out, it it looks at your Amazon ID and just buys your stuff. Uh, uh, which is like for COVID like circumstances, it's, it's so, so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. The thing. And you know the interesting thing, like throughout this whole COVID thing. New Zealand, okay. So New the thing Zealand. is, yeah, no, no. But the thing is, like, um, New Zealand was like, what? Okay, it had COVID cases, and then uh-huh. uh, literally like a month later, it was already green. Really? Right? Yeah, it was like uh, it was already green because they did a complete lockdown of the whole country. Mm-hmm. Nobody could come in. Nobody could get out. Everybody was in their house. No businesses running. Nothing. The government gave. Uh, it was like five thousand some US, uh, not dollars, pounds or something like that to each family. Mm-hmm to survive the month or two that they had. And economists are like, okay, economists look at it in, in this way. It's like, they, they look at it as if like people not working equals equals that it's bad, you know? Like, okay, uh-huh. people dying, but working and the economy staying stable. Okay, that is fine. That's what the US is thinking right now. That's mm-hmm. that's their sort of, sort of thinking. But New Zealand looked at it, okay, people die equals well, then it's people dying. It's not moral, right? Moral, uh-huh. right? So it's not good to have work. 
So like New Zealand's economy went down by 13%, but that doesn't really matter when you look at the like the death toll in New Zealand compared to somewhere like in the US. But I feel like some countries were way more prepared for this. Like for example, Italy or obviously like, we they had yeah. more time and they still like managed to like not do their best. Mess it up, yeah. And like, also, and also regarding the New Zealand thing, Joseph. I mean, it is it is kind of uh, unrealistic to compare New Zealand to to the United States. But no, but I'm uh, but I'm saying like in so like the amount of deaths happened in New Zealand. Uh -huh. In the total population compared to the US, if you do like a general comparison, yeah, it's way, way less. Mm -hmm. Like if the same amount was to happen in New Zealand, like obviously the number itself would be lower, but it's the same yeah. amount happening. But in this case, the percentage th that got COVID and died is so uh -huh. significantly lower compared to US because oh, okay, New okay, Zealand okay, okay. actually decided to lock down like completely. And I think you, you, it was like you, you were fined if you got out of your house. Uh -huh. You were actually fined. Like, yeah, that, that happens too in, in Spain. And like, that's been adopted in many countries, actually. They no, find I, I don't understand US, US point of view on COVID. It's so, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, I don't get it. I mean, I, I do think that it makes sense for them to want to activate the economy as soon as possible. Well, see, well the thing is, US yeah, but, is like one of the most powerful economies, if not the most powerful economy in the world. And so it, 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 it's because if U.S. stops, or even doesn't even stop, but just like slows down the economy, it's not only affecting them, but the whole world. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, and it's, it's, it's tough. Although I'm not agreeing with, with, um, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with what um, the U.S. did regarding COVID. They could have mm -hmm. done a much better job. Um, but I feel like new, I didn't know about New Zealand, and I think it's really interesting how the government took this short-term initiative um, it's just it was like complete uh, lockdown nothing, nothing exactly yeah nothing it, 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 it's 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 a disadvantage for the short term but in the long run it was like yeah so but good for the, the thing is it's also inhumane in a sense because the u.s looks at looks to keep its stable economy at the cost of its people yeah, uh-huh. Well, like if, we, if, we, if you really want to say that, you have to like just take a look at capitalism itself because the capital, I, exactly. I really that's think the, that's that... The thing. Capitalism so, itself is just immoral. It's, it's inherently exploitative. Yeah. Like you, there's it's no... inherently unethical. No, o sea, no, hay, yeah. no hay consumo ético. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, no, exactly. Like every phone it, that you get, like I, I really, because I'm, I'm more of like a left-leaning uh, individual. Uh -huh. And a lot of people uh -huh. actually, when I when I talk to them online, they'll be like, "Why are you using a phone then?" <laughs> As if I could actually have like yeah. another alternative. Like, yeah, oh, if, you, yeah. if, if you hate capitalism so much, how, why are you using a phone, dude? Yeah, like, <laughs> that is true. But I mean, I guess it, there's just things that. I mean, it's part of globalization, also. Yeah, you can't escape it, dude. Like, if you yeah, literally want to survive. Or, or, or you can escape it, but it will be in your, um, it is not going to be in your interest because you're just going to live in a world. In a capitalist world. Yeah. You're just going to live in a world that you don't have access to anything. So basically, uh, like, yeah, it's like capitalism says it's not hierarchy, <laughs> but it, in itself, yeah. it's just a hierarchy. It's, it's, look, it's different, and, and it's actually what we saw in gold politics. Theory is way different than practice. Yeah. And oh, yeah, you, obviously. And, and, and when you put into practice a theory, everything just... It goes. happens the same with uh, socialism and, you know, communism. And Marxism. Exactly. Like, yeah. in, in its base, Marxism is really... Not, Good. Well, okay, it is It is bad. Like, the, well, it's oh, not yeah, bad, but it is, it is different. Um, I don't think it's bad. But, but, yeah, it's, see, just, but it's a different perspective. It's just, that, it's just that the leaders that have adopted Marxism used it in twisted. a way that, yeah exactly. like twisted exactly nowhere in this is that you should be like a dictator or something you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing that's the thing if you look at capitalism marxism communism and socialism all uh -huh. of those things it's uh, there's always going to be someone who's trying to vie for power you know mm -hmm. they're always going to be like okay i want power so i'm going to try to twist the system to get into power yeah. and so I like in it. capitalism it's those who are at the top in terms of wealth uh -huh. like uh, I don't know Jeff Bezos who paid zero dollars in taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, wow, like in communism, <laughs> like for example Stalin. Like, oh yeah, uh -huh. we are co it's it's we, but I'm on top. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. But I feel that there's something very important that is a problem in our time. That, outside of that, 
las, las compañías que, por ejemplo, Apple, eh, in, sí. este, invierten tanto en, investig en investigación para que puedan tener, este, o dar, darle a, a sus eh, consumidores no, nueva tecnología. Este, yo pienso que mucho del dinero se está, de, de, y, y no solo de, de empresas y de grandes. O sea, eh, otro ejemplo, en ahorita las aerolíneas, hay uh -huh. un reportaje que los, man, los managers están ganando casi el 200% más que los managers hace 50 años. Entonces, uh -huh. el problema está aquí. ¿Por qué no? Este, ¿Por qué es que está ganando los que están hasta arriba más y la gente que está hasta abajo, que está igual y está haciendo más trabajo, están ganando menos? Exacto. Entonces, ese es el problema. Todo el dinero, yo pienso, juntando hasta arriba y abajo está... Es Uh, capital. So South Korea is one of the highest, like the biggest economies in the world, right? And imagine one fifth of your economy just being this one company. Mm -hmm. And so, like, and the thing is, these companies are gonna obviously have political power, you know. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Uh, the government says, "Oh yeah, we are working for the people." It doesn't really matter. If you're saying that if if there's a company out there that owns twenty percent of your economy, and you're gonna be scared because of them. Because if they leave, that means 20% of your economy is gone. The country is going to obviously go down. But something very important is uh, how ethical the company is. So it may, be, it may can, uh, can uh, benefit the, the, the whole country. Or it's not like, like, you know, China. They have a lot of companies that uh, use the, the cheap workforce or having mm -hmm. uh, Oh, they can pay more for this uh, cheap workforce, and maybe the products are gonna cost a little, a little more. But in China, you know, yeah, I think it's, it's uh, just, just ethics of, think, the, of the managers. That that's what Romeo was talking about, like theory versus uh, what is it practice. practice. Uh -huh. The thing is, no, it's it's hard to assume that everybody's ethical. You know, everybody's, yeah. That's, that's and especially like, and especially it's hard to assume that everybody's ethical when they are um in power. Because exactly. like. Uh -huh. it's it's going to be okay if they're in power they're going to try to sustain that power or uh get that get more power you know so mm -hmm. what they're going to sacrifice their ethicals ethics and morals in order yeah. to achieve that power there's that balance of ethics versus morals but mm -hmm. no, not ethics versus morals power versus ethics and morals but power it will always come on top because power gives you more resources and puts you in a more advantageous place in society compared to ethics and morals. Yeah, exactly. I think and, that and it's, it's one it's one of the sad things. Okay. I mean, the fact that um, that you cannot you cannot you, you, you shouldn't uh, apply ethics to an extent to your not regime, but to your um, uh, to, to your way of, of leading a country or even leading a business for for um, for that sake. But I mean, Ethics is only will would only take you like that far, you know, um, and and it's just like it's just in the, the society we live in. It's just part of of yeah, how I think, it works. I think that I think that will help us transition into our next topic about you know like this uh, discrimination and oppression. Like the, the the thing is like this COVID shows like this cracks within society. Mm -hmm. And that brought up the the issues surrounding discrimination and oppression. Like, if you if you think about it, uh, there, there's there's some connection between COVID and its um, COVID and its connection to being oppressed. You know, like people uh -huh. being oppressed because like people are inherently being oppressed because of things like capitalism yeah. and all sorts of things like that. And COVID showed the cracks within capitalism. Mm -hmm. and other systems implemented within society like the racial the racial systems and all that like it came came onto the limelight and i think 
personally, I see it as sort of like a wake-up call, I suppose. True. And you know, that's actually what my father was telling me the other day. Um, we should we should always remember uh, COVID-19. Wh- whether, whether we like it or not, um, it has affected the world. Uh, you around know, us. Like everything like around very, us. W- yeah, it affected the world around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, it did impact the world, uh, at least to an extent, negatively. Um, economies have, like, gotten, like, had huge losses. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, but also, you know, it's it's also an opportunity for us, not only as individuals, but, like, as a global uh, citizen to, like, to, to understand and, and to, uh, well, just to see the world in a different manner, you know? Uh, I mean, like you said, Joseph, this is definitely mm-hmm. a wake-up call. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, there's not going to be a second wave, although many are predicting one. Of oh, so you um, mean COVID? Or... Yeah, of COVID. It, of COVID. It's already started. Uh, right? And so... Uh, well, Pretty sure Europe is already, like, I mean, not... messed up again. Yeah, That's because the they, they wanted to have, like, the perfect summer. And yeah, the, and then, uh, and then we just started uh, to go up again. Yeah. yeah. The thing I want to say that uh, communism, when you uh, analyze communism, it, it seems like it's it's a pretty beautiful idea. But the thing yeah, is that everybody. it just, it just mm-hmm. doesn't work in, in human society. And that's our nature. Like, if we think about it, we are uh, really competitive on what we want to achieve and we want to be better than other uh, the everyone else and that's the thing why com- communism is not uh, it's not uh, a good idea for our society but it's it's if you like if you analyze it it's a pretty a uh, beautiful thing to uh, to earn the same thing as everyone to have uh, the same thing as someone else yeah that, that that's the thing like the, all those systems show like in theory, they show something really good. You know how in communism, oh yeah, the idea of mm-hmm. we, and in capitalism, the idea that everybody is equal and wealth is distributed equally amongst all. Uh, or like, uh, I don't know about Marxism per se. What is Marxism like? The main general idea of Marxism. Marxism, Marxism is basically, uh, it, it is, it is basically like communism. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, I, I, it's just all the pioneer of, of communism. Actually. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. The thing is, all those show like a um, good future for the people who follow it, etc. But it's just in theory, not in practice. As JP said, there's always going to be people looking for power, you know, like just power thirsty people. Because uh-huh. it, 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 it essentially boils, boils down to into egos of people. People are right. people are egotistical, and that egos will eventually lead uh, lead them uh, trying to be above one another. You know, like the thing is that that's the same case that results in religious mm-hmm. religious conflicts or conflicts between nations, because their ego of their country is above yeah. above all else. That like for example, like the Islamic states, mm-hmm. like ISIS. The ego and pr- and pride. Exactly, like their ego and pride. Uh, the the Islamic State's ego and their pride is what's keeping them going, I suppose. Like they they have yeah. literally people like it shows the extreme end of ego and pride, where there's uh-huh. people who are like suiciding, like strapping yeah. bombs to themselves, running yeah. at people, and then exploding themselves to explode uh-huh. uh, to show that uh, they're they're prideful of their god and. Their uh-huh. ego is the one to, thing to show it, you know. Yeah. Like, it's it it ties back to into those topics of discrimination and oppression because some races have inherently have a larger ego than other races who have been mm-hmm. um, traditionally oppressed or mm-hmm. discriminated. Like Black Lives Matter and all that was created to look into this idea of um, ego and. I suppose I, I don't suppose it's ego, but the difference in race and how that affects them. But I think they have taken it a little bit too far, to be fair. Yeah, I do agree with that. But I see, I think something that societies have not uh, grasped. Well, let, let's start with something that I think it's very important. Like 
when you wake up, you think about just who are you gonna piss off this day, not about what are you gonna what do are you gonna do to for yeah. the society. Exactly. That's the thing. That's uh, and it's our nature. So we we are so competitive. It's it's that uh, we want to be better than everyone. So that's why all this the, this perfect society we are, we we always want to reach is it's just a uh, how you say it's, it's just something not real. Grass. Uh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. something. That's a you want to grasp, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Because like, I was reading, I was just uh, going through Twitter, and my Twitter feed is just filled of, um, like, basically people talking about racial issues, and like they have different perspectives and stuff. The mm -hmm. the thing is, like, I I saw this uh, one where they're talking. Uh, yeah, let me find it. Yeah, so it was um, it was like a small shop owner. So he was leasing, he's, mm -hmm. he was leasing. It was a gift shop or something like that, like a small souvenir shop. And, yeah. and like the Black Lives Matter rally passed through his area, and obviously, like due to like their past violences against or like arsons against small communities and small businesses, the mm -hmm. the owner was out in front of the building holding an AR-15. I mean, he, he can't, oh, but he can defend himself like that's just, I mean, in America, that's kind of a norm, you know, to carry a weapon around, which is yeah. messed uh -huh. up in it's itself. Right yeah, but, but the thing was, compare. the Black Lives Matter protesters were forcing him to say, he, he did not want to say Black Lives Matter, but like, but the thing, uh -huh. he, he refused to say it. He himself was black, but he like, he wasn't black, but he was from another culture, you know, but he refused to say it. And in his, and the thing is, for uh, he can do that. He can say, okay, um, fine. Uh, I, I don't want to say Black Lives Matter. It's just, it's, yeah. it's just in my right to say so. But exactly, these yeah. people, they thought that he was being violent or he was going against their mm -hmm. purpose, you know. And they, the next day, they actually uh, destroyed his whole shop. Wow. Simply because he didn't, did not want to say Black Lives Matter. Uh, I think you can compare it with the uh, with the same problem between uh, Mexico Mexicans coming to the U.S. Uh, illegally and legally. Uh, so, what I want to say is that you can compare it because there's there's a lot of Mexicans living in the U.S. saying the that uh, they don't approve Mexicans coming to the U.S. illegally. They they mm -hmm. approve Mexicans coming legally because it uh, comes with uh, you know, uh, having your papers, it shows that you're someone who's able to, I, I think, maintain yourself and, mm -hmm. and afford something to society and not just uh, be another uh, uh -huh. So I was, like, that issue on the border, so I was watching, uh, I think it was by Vice News, which I really recommend. It's a really good YouTube channel. Uh, and I was watching, mm -hmm. I don't remember, it was from 2018 or 2019. It was this Vice News group following a pregnant woman mm -hmm. who was six months pregnant, his husband and yeah. his six-month-old boy. They were traveling from uh -huh. Guatemala, uh, no, Guatemala, uh, Honduras, uh, yeah, it was either Honduras or El Salvador, I don't remember which one though. Uh, mm -hmm. But the thing was that they were trapped. They were taking this train called the Death Train. It was it's a it's a train that travels from from South America all the way up to uh, Chiapas. I think it's Chiapas. I don't remember. It's, oh, okay. it's Chiapas or Monterrey. I don't remember. But okay. from there, they have to uh, they have to go to the border and then basically get caught and ask for asylum. Okay, but the uh -huh. thing is, you can only ask for asylum if you have a child with you. Okay, right. so these, this, this guy, this, so this family was leaving El Salvador because there were gangs who were actually deported, ironically deported from the U.S., coming back to El Salvador, mm -hmm. and they were threatening them that they will kill them if they don't pay like a, pay like a fee for, for their gang. Right. And it was like, this guy said that it was like his whole salary was the gang's fee, basically. 
And if he, wow. he accidentally paid, forgot to pay one month and he got beat up and he said the next time yeah. we will kill you. Kill you, yeah. So they decided to take this journey of like two months on this train, risking uh-huh. life and everything just so they mm-hmm. can seek asylum in the US. And throughout mm-hmm. the whole way, they are being bribed. Because the thing is, like, to get into Mexico, for example, the cartels controlling the Mexican mm-hmm. border from El Salvador will be like, okay, yeah, yeah, pay, yeah. pay us $400 US dollars or $4,000 US dollars, and we will let you pass by. We'll let you pass Or yeah. else we'll just take you to the police. Yeah. And, and the thing was, um, these guys reach Monterrey, okay? they like, in the right in the edge of, uh, like, the border. And they, like, reality hits them because the thing is, only the wife, the unborn kid, and the kid can go. The father can't go. The father uh, can't seek asylum. Why, though? Because the thing is, okay. The oh, he doesn't yeah, have a kid with him? Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, the only, it's only, um, it's only one guardian who's supposed to be uh-huh. with the kids. And considering oh. it's a wife with an unborn child. Yeah. The, it, it was like the last last like five minutes were like re- it, it was really tough to look because the thing was the the guy was stuck in Mexico mm-hmm. okay and he was leaving his wife with two kids and the, the son was like six months he, uh, not six months like six years but he, he can't comprehend what, what is happening right of course yeah no no and, kid under like and, 10, and the thing and the thing is apparently uh, like the documentary cuts off there. And apparently the wife and the kids got asylum in the U.S. But what, mm-hmm. what's happening to this dude? Like, they're separated from their family. Like, yeah. it, it shows, like, how ethics and morals, when, when taken to a bad extreme, uh-huh. can affect so many people. Like, uh, there was another documentary where a deportee got separated from his uh, daughters. Mm-hmm. Daughter, two daughters live in the U.S. And he, she got separated. This was before Trump signed the deal. Uh, not deal, an executive order where right. if, you're, if you're caught as a deportee yeah. or like etc um, uh-huh. you will be deported with your kids for example so that you're not separated but th- this, la- yeah. this th- she got deported before that so her kids have been stuck in the US for three years and, she's, and she says that because she gets a call with them once per week wow. and and sometimes she, she says she doesn't even get a call for like two months. And the thing is, she, to, she talks oh about how the, her kids have been getting more and more distant from her due to the fact that she's not well, yeah, there. I mean, well, well, I mean, it's, it's sad to say, but it's kind of like human nature. If you lose that contact, even with one of your closest relatives. Yeah, like relatives, your mom. It, it's still I mean, the same. That's yeah, the thing. exactly. Because like, like if, 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 if there's not that constant, you know, interaction with someone... I mean, the relationship will obviously slowly by slowly deteriorate. Exactly. And you know, you you saying about this death train and stuff really like puts into perspective, like you know, sometimes the problems that we don't realize as, um, I want well, it's not that I I can't say privileged persons, you know, because we 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 don't we we don't we 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 just the reality is that we, we look through a most screen, of the population. That's the thing. Like uh, exactly, we, we live such a privileged life like our area like the area we live the things we can do the things yeah. we can buy everything we have is is like built around giving the best human experience I sometimes sometimes we don't realize it. exactly sometimes we don't realize what's going on around us and and we yeah. only look through it through a screen you know like we go to youtube and yeah. we can search it up and look through it but we will never really understand what's the issue Unless we are directly yeah. working on that issue, or we exactly. we are a victim of that issue, like uh, or or, we, or or if we are part and or if we've ever experienced that issue. Yeah, exactly. some of uh, some of our classmates may say like someone is poor because they don't want to work or something. But that's mm-hmm. not the that's not the case. That's, that's, that's capitalism. The, yeah, the the thing is that when uh, when it happens to you, you you uh, realize what it's really like to have problems. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to pass through those problems to realize, but I think uh, if you know someone and you just 
uh, I don't know, get in into someone someone's life with uh, which has this types of problem. You can uh, make sure that those things you say about people uh, who's worried because they don't work or they just uh, they are poor because they didn't go to school is that they don't. I I think they have to. They can't say those things if they don't really know what is going on and yeah of lives exactly and uh, i i lived in india for one year um and uh and as a kid i was really young i was i was i was four and five years old when i lived there uh so you, did you go to school like did you go to nursery there or uh, i went it was my f- It was it was nursery school, yeah. It was it was not primary. Yeah, I I went to primary where when I was like around six, and so and so even even as a young kid, I mean, I I could see like how privileged we were. Just 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 the fact that we had food at home, like it's just because I remember and this is this is an experience I will never forget. We were coming back from school one day, and um, I see a bunch of kids, like five, six, seven kids on the street. Like barely any clothes on them, uh, and they were they were when when the traffic light stopped, they were going to cars and knocking at the doors and literally like asking for food, um, and uh, and and I'm talking children's under the age of ten, like there no sense of parents, no anything. They weren't even selling food. They were just looking for any type of food they could find, and so this one day we bought some biscuits that we bought at the supermarket, um, or at the mall or whatever. And uh, and yeah, so and so when they came, we gave it to them. And as soon as one kid saw that that kid was having food, they all rushed to the car, right? And they started banging on the car, like asking for more, for more. So what I had to do, we just had to take the cookies and throw it by the window, and they would go <laughs> get it. It, yeah. it, it. it sounds it sounds animalistic, right? Yeah, like, yeah, but that's how nature. But, but I know, but it's reality. It's little kids starving, and as soon as they see the any the any little bit of food that they can get. I mean, it's, and you know, and it, and, and, and it really, it, it, it kind of humbles you, you know, it makes you, it makes you grateful for what you have and really what you wish you would have. But the thing is, on, really on, honestly, like, even though we are privileged, you sometimes have that idea of, you see somebody above you and your uh-huh. ego gets hurt a bit and you're like, Oh, why can't I be him? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't I think, think you have to be like just above you necessarily. Like, for example, yeah, yeah. if you're really it's used cool. to having like good internet, for example, and it just doesn't work one day, <laughs> like die, even though man. like you 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 should be uh, like orgulloso, uh, you know what I mean? Like that you're able to like have this privilege. If yeah. it's only if you don't have it like one day, you're gonna miss it so badly that you're going to get like so annoyed and so like angry that you're not gonna realize like I'm super lucky that I even have it in like in the first yeah, place. Exactly. Yeah. You're you're gonna get your ego hurt just just for that, you know, like those mm-hmm. little tiny things. And it's really, it's, yeah, it's really stupid, and and it really shows how selfish we are. Like you just exactly. see, as humans, you, we are just selfish. Uh-huh. Like you, you, yeah. you just see on Instagram or on social media, like this this Ferrari, a dude, uh, a, 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 I don't know, a, a person bought, and uh-huh. then you're like, oh, I wish I could have that. You know, he's so lucky. Mm-hmm. And 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 the thing is, like you, the thing is, in the your initial re- reaction is. Oh, I'm I'm gonna work up to get that. Oh, yeah. that's my dream thing, you know. Exactly, but the thing is, yeah. for a kid who's who who maybe like this is sort of like uh, lowering people, but uh-huh. if a person is like below me or below my class, mm-hmm. for something for them could be just something that I like something they look up to could be something that I have. Like they could be yeah, like, oh, I, I just want to have a car, you know. It's a really yeah. really like double edged like oh, for per se. Uh huh, and, exactly. and 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 it doesn't even have to be a car. It could just be food every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, 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 or it could be like, a roof. It could even be if you aspire to have way. something, once you get it, you become so used to it that when you don't, you miss it oh, yeah. so much. You yeah. miss it so much. That's that the thing. you you don't even realize that at some point you didn't have like the same exactly. thing in the first place, exactly. and you and you live like perfectly fine with it. Like, you know. Personally, for me, uh, like. like Things like so, for example, I use like an iPad and an iPhone, right? So AirDrop, all right. So like the most basic of like, it's like the most first world convenience. Yeah. And 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 so I got like um, a non-Apple laptop, right? Laptop, yeah. 
and I don't have that convenience of uh, airdropping stuff from my iPad to my laptop. Uh-huh. And that like sometimes bothers me so much, you know, exactly. but that's like so such a, such it's, a, like a speck I of know. a problem, you know? I know it's, like, it's first, first world problems, like they say. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it, and it and really puts into perspective the idea of wealth doesn't buy you happiness, you know? Yeah, I I think that it does to like a really big extent, like the really really big extent. Yeah, but okay, it buys happiness where uh, in a very short term. No, no, no. I mean, like, if we're going to like see this argument, like, literally, yeah, it doesn't. You cannot buy happiness. Like, it's not a thing that you can buy of. But it can buy things that really will make you happy. For example, if you know, my brother, my mother, whatever. Like, if they have like a terminal like condition, whatever, like an illness. And I'm able to afford said treatment, and they actually get like uh, secura nital. Uh-huh. That will make me so happy. The fact that I was able to like Pay extend them, basically you know? their lives and that help them true. or whatever. So that's literally happiness. And with my money, I bought happiness for her and for me. You know what I mean? I think wealth has that you know like double-sided perspective. Like everybody has that double-sided perspective on wealth. On the one hand, yes, it, it buys happiness. But on the other hand, it's it's this like ever-consuming thing that everybody buys for, you know? Yeah. It's actually it relates to book we are reading in Spanish called Etica para Etica Amador, para Amador. Uh, Salvador Sabater. Uh-huh. Uh, and and he actually he actually mentions this topic about uh, well, money and wealth and how if you could even buy happiness. And one 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 of the points he actually mentioned that I really liked. Um, he emphasizes a lot on the uh, on the point that uh, humans not only need but they seek a personal relationship with other humans, right? Yeah. And uh, and and he says that what truly makes you happy, right, is it's having relationships. It, it, it's intimate and having real relationship with people. I think money, that m- money, and he says money only buys you fake happiness, right? And and he says or, or that money. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Money. Yeah. But I guess that everything is temporary, yeah, though. Like, no, no, no. like but, but, it doesn't but really is, mean okay. anything. I, it it I, relates to Alberto's argument on how, uh, if my if my parents and my brother are terminally ill, uh, wealth can buy me happiness. You know, like I understand your point, but the thing is, uh, Salvatore's point is that your happiness comes from the relationships you build. Like you, yeah, your that's relationship. Why, that's, your that's why I said that. It, it literally, like. Exactly. That you cannot like buy happiness like off a store or something. That's why exactly. I said like that's, it that's buys the thing. things that make you happy. Therefore, it can buy happiness. Exactly. It's like um, it's it's something yeah, underlying but, so within is, a relationship that is it, brings is it happiness. Lasting, is it lasting happiness? That does I not mean, matter. It, though. Mm-hmm. Nothing is lasting. Dude, you could have like a really good relationship with someone and just like end it at some point. That that does not mean that, that your happiness was not true or that that it was. Oh, fake. it wasn't lasting. Exactly. You know what I mean. Like, even if yeah. it was for, like, imagine you have, like, a beautiful relationship with this girl, like, and, but you get, like, a divorce for something, like, after, let's say, 20 years of marriage, you know? No, and, that doesn't mean you were not happy. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, like, within means... those 20 years, you still were happy with her, you know what I mean? Things might, exactly. might have changed, but that does not mean that the happiness was fake. And exactly. It was just temporary. It's, like, our life here, like, it's but limited. It's 20 temporary. years is not, that's the thing. You, you have to look at what's temporary, you know? 20 I think years... everything is, like, honestly. Like 20 years is not temporary. Temporary refers to like some not temporary or like because the thing is, Savato's argument is that wealth buys you short term happiness. So, what is short for you? You know, like okay, 20 years could be short for you. And it, you know, and, and, and not not only, uh huh, but not, not only it it doesn't buy it, but he said that it fulfills it and it only fulfills a short term, um. There's a word for it, but I forgot. Needs. Short-term uh, oh, needs whims. instead of long-term, and then he uses, and then he uses this whims. Yeah, he he uses this uh this story from the Bible, uh-huh. um of Esau and Jacob, um two brothers that have uh yeah. and I think it was no, Jacob, it's Esau. yeah, uh, or, or Esau, but one of them had. Well, basically, one of the, one of them had all the uh like the the heir of his father because he was the firstborn child and the other didn't have anything and so but so the brother that didn't have anything could like like he could 
So one day he cooks like this delicious uh, plate of lentils that the brother with all the the the, the air from the father the um, exactly couldn't cook. Uh, and so and so and so Jacob uh, wants and to taste Esau's plate, right? But yeah. and then yeah, exactly. He's exactly, he's starving. And so and so and so what he does is uh, Esau, who who did the lentils, was like, okay, you can try, it, but you're gonna have to pass all the air to me. But because at that specific moment, Jacob uh, was hungry and really lentils. liked the smell of uh, of the lentils. So I was like, okay, fine. You know what? I'll do it because I want I want lentils right now. But what he didn't realize is after he ate the lentils, that on, only what he fulfilled was a short term satisfaction. That was the word I was looking for: satisfaction. And uh, and and yeah, and he forgot the lives. The life, like it moves on past a certain experience, right? And so, I think yeah, that, then, that yeah. was his that was his point because he, he said life is not um, a singular moment; it's continuous. So, like the the thing mm-hmm. on saving your parents mm-hmm. or your brother, it's a singular moment within your life. It is not continuous. So, yeah. in that sense, exactly. wealth brings you momentary happiness. So, mm-hmm. so that we have, we all have a lot of experiences with uh, rich dad kids that uh, we can talk about later, if you want. With what? Mm-hmm. With rich dad kids, uh, because of uh, the school we're we're in, and I think it's. Uh, I, th- yeah, I think we can talk about it uh, the next uh, episode. Yeah, it's like so. It's like to conclude this episode. I, I, I suppose the the starting point we had was um, COVID, and our coronavirus, and our uh, the perspective of COVID through our privileged perspective. You know. Yeah. And I, uh... and then we moved on to how there are cracks within society and how that brings out that 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 mm-hmm. like COVID showed the cracks within society capitalism and all these other systems within built into society and that brought out these ideas mm-hmm. of discrimination and oppression within society and that sure, brought out you really take a look at what's happening like the the common people you know the like a lot of people have just lost their jobs you know like only the united states there has been like 30 million people you know of like exactly. have to, oh, yeah exactly. yeah filed for bankruptcy you know and just like <laughs> unemployed and whatever yeah that's, and that's but, like people like Elon Musk or like Jeff Bezos they have just gotten richer like it has if anything it has like helped them actually the, this let me uh, casually at 13 billion in a week yeah 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 so it just like the the, the gap between the wealth the wealthy it's the getting super higher, wealthy, higher and higher it just gets higher dude like <laughs> it's not going to the, go back to and, how, and what it was before truth is the higher it gets the i, I suppose the lesser we we, we see it because the, the ones at the very top try to mask it you know but the thing is things that, but that masking is such a thin layer of masking that as soon as something major happens so in this case covid it's it begins to show cracks it's within. just really disgusting what rich people can do. Like, they're really rich ones, you know? Because, like, uh, you can just, like, not pay taxes because you can meet with people who are specialized into, like, helping your uh, company or helping yourself just not pay taxes. Or just, you have the ability and you have the, the resources, you know, the, the money to just uh, not pay taxes, dude. Like, you can, like, go to some uh, paraiso fiscal, you know what I mean? And, yeah, like, there's one building in the Cayman Islands and it has, like, it's a two or a three-story building, and it has like ten thousand companies in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's it's really I think, and that's actually what we were talking about when, unfortunately, um, uh, you yes, disconnected. But, yeah, but 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 we went into like we, Black Lives Matter and how it's like even though it seems like a good initiative in theory, but there's like some aspects that to they took to like. They still take to like a very extreme, you know, like arson, extreme places, yeah, like stuff like that. It's just like they're they're destroying the community they're trying to save. It, but no, I, I get their point though. Like there's a strong the 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 system because this they don't like the system. Like you know. No, what but I mean? the thing was, I was I was but, I I think I already said this example. There was a black like gift store owner. Okay, he he went out to the streets because like Black Lives Rally was passing. Yeah, you did. You and did. 
yeah, uh, I know yeah, what you said. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Uh, how he... Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But but like, why would you attack a person of your own race when you're trying to show them that? Because uh, a, a black person can be racist too. A white per- I mean, a black person can be racist towards black people. But they're in okay, a black but, but the thing is, rally. what Joseph is saying is, I I know, but see, but look, no, no, but what Joseph is saying that this black man that owned the store, he did not want to like be part of like just all this violence that uh-huh. uh the that, ideas uh, of encompassed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and so, and so, this this black owner didn't want to to participate in this rally if it was based around violence and killing and and he mass destruction of black many stores. Matter. And so he refused you know, to say that. that. If, you, if, you, right? if you're and, against and, it, and, like, it, it, really, it like, is. It, oh, it almost puts it you is, as a racist. Uh-huh. Like, if you're really going to say I I do not support like the black movement and like black Black Lives Matter, like. He's just basically saying, like, I don't care oh, but, about, like, the okay, people of my own I, race. I don't think and... I add this context, but the thing was, uh, he was talking to them, and he, 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 he said that I, I do not uh, support, like, the violence you carry out. Yeah, like, he the thing is, said... Black Lives, it's not a centralized movement. Like, there is just a mm-hmm. lot of people, you know, uh, going for the same cause. And there has been a problem. Yeah, of course, there has been riots and violence and whatever. But most of it was like police actually like started I'm, it, like I'm, I'm very it. sure um, Black Lives Matter rally is the is the biggest like um, insurance or like uh, damage to public facilities in U.S. history. I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. let me search though. Wow, you guys can keep okay. talking. Yeah. And it's and it, you know it's. I feel like it 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 was necessary. This not only of course it's necessary, but like to an extent, I think it's. It's kind of sad that we, like I see weird society, but like just basically people started taking action where when it came when it went to the extent of uh people capturing the death of George Floyd by a policeman. Uh, you know, because Black Lives Matter. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It was a movement way before George Floyd happened. When and and George Floyd was like literally the thing that sparked, uh, like sparked the the flame, uh, that erupted throughout the world, right? But it really shouldn't be based on one moment because Black Black Lives Matter. Like it, it goes back to the 1960s when um, when when Black people were were fighting for their rights as humans, right? Um, and the reason why it, like it sparked again you know, is because like. Black Lives it, it was it was so bad and it, it hasn't gotten any better, you know. And like this person was literally like doing nothing and like he he died over like a twenty dollar like fake uh, bill. Like you know how sad is that, dude? Like you know, yeah. I, I I get that that pissed off so many people that they were like, you know, this is like the last. It it should be the last instance of this happening of police brutality, brutality, you know, happening. Honestly, the U.S. need to like. I think we can talk about this. Um. Yeah, sure, in the next episode. Or... Yeah, yeah, in the next episode about, like, police brutality. We can continue with this thing because we are running out of time. We have, like, one minute left. So, like, okay. I think in concluding words, I suppose, what we can mm-hmm. say is today, um, again, starting off the point of COVID and how we looked it through, like, the eyes of, uh, I suppose, privileged individuals as privileged individuals. Yeah, of course, we really, not, not as, like, we literally mm-hmm. are super privileged. Yeah, like. but no, it's like, uh, we looked to, uh, to COVID uh with privileged eyes and uh-huh. we saw like the cracks within society and how morals and ethics influence systems within society and how power is put above above the life of somebody else i suppose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think next topic we should continue talking about how the justice it's uh, uh, justice system itself is kind of broken. I know, and on also the overall theme it that it's it's really dumb how like we haven't advanced like at all. You know, mm-hmm. like we're still discussing like theories or like things that have been going on for so long. For example, like I when I, I when I was younger, actually thought like, like Karl Marx. Uh, he he died like in the 19th something. But he Murian <laughs> like two, almost 200 years ago. Like no, like what? Mm-hmm. Oh whoa, Marxism is bad, guys. Like, what like why are we still like? It's so dumb that we still it, have it, to like, fight against racism or like, dude, like, come on. Because the thing is, people who, who, um, who support those things are in power. 
and they can suppress those um, below them, I suppose. It just it really, really, really pisses me off that we still have capitalism. like in twenty twenty, like we really still have to say like a black person like should be equal. Like we shouldn't have like it, this. It, it's not. It's system. not even like a black male should be equal. A black person is equal. Yeah. To like, everybody else. Of the law, it doesn't really I mean? matter. Like everybody's mm-hmm. equal. Your race, yeah. your culture, your background doesn't matter. You're human. Uh-huh. You're equal. And you know. And you know what? Talking. Uh huh. And you know what? Talking. Talking about. Um. Talking about being equal, I think we should end this on a Good note. End this one on a um, oh. thing I saw on social media, and it, it's actually it's actually really. I mean, it was kind of beautiful. It was basically this uh, photographer. Uh, he took two oh, eggs, a white one I and the brown see. one, right, with the dark them, colored right? one, right? And so, yeah, I think you saw that, right? And then so and so and and so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what he did, he took a picture of the eggs in front of a mirror. Right, and then put that as a in the background of the the final image. And then what he does is he breaks both of them, right? Puts it on the floor, and then takes a picture of that. And then he shows the the contrast between the colors and the actual yeah. thing that are inside. And then he like the the title of everybody's the yeah, same uh-huh. inside. And the title of the picture is like, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And then and then he said we're all eggs, and it's, it's, it's so fascinating. It's, like it's such a basic concept. And he basically like- just making. I, that as I, humans, I know, yeah. We have yeah, that, our ego pushes it. Oh, gone. Uh, that still happens with uh, sexual preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. uh, first world countries like uh, the U.S. already uh, have to Except deal with that problem. But like, not really, you, not at all. It, it's still really. Like, if, if you mm-hmm. compare it to Mexico, and, for sure, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Still, for like, sure. but it's still a really big issue. Like people get discriminated a lot. People still like teens, especially they still like kill themselves because of yeah, all the bullying that out. gets they, done. They literally can't come out as gay or yeah. as lesbian but because their parents or grandparents. Like, uh, third world countries are like pretty much. Uh, they they haven't dealt with these problems, and and if you compare it with with a, a school from the U.S. The difference is, is so big. Like, there's people who just go dresses how they want to. And here in Mexico, it's completely different. But I think we're going to leave this to the next episode. Um, oh, so I suppose we can conclude then. So, so I hope you enjoyed it. I, th- I hope it was fun.